Hey guys, it's Kayla Ewell from Directionally Challenged, a podcast about realigning your internal compass. New KFC chicken nuggets are finally here and you have never had nuggets like these. All of the delicious KFC flavor you love in one amazing chicken nugget. 100% white meat, hand-breaded in KFC's original recipe. Order new KFC fried chicken nuggets now available at participating KFC near you. Guys, they're finger licking good. I was thinking um, at the start of this, we should, because we, did we didn't quite explain what episode he was in. in no. Episode, so should we do a It'll bit? It'll be in here? the title, won't it? Yeah. Is there anything that we could clarify at the top? Yeah, just say we're interviewing Michael and Stevens. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we didn't actually simple. say that, did we? No. We didn't say that. No. I'll oh, do it now. I suppose if that's in the title. So yeah. today we're interviewing Michael Fenton Stevens, who's a comedy actor. He's been in absolutely loads of your favourite shows. Yeah, including Only Fools and Horses episode. Yeah, uh, and we're very excited. Sort them out. Ah, welcome everybody to welcome. this episode of uh, Chatterbix. Um, let's keep it in the top three, keep the energy up. It's in the top, top five. Top th- what, in the comedy charts? Oh, no. Not the, the fact that you're even thinking about the all category. <laughs> I, I am, I'm an all it's category guy. Yeah. I'm an all <laughs> category guy. Now we're... So am I. <laughs> I never, I, I completely, I completely didn't look at it when we were nowhere near. Yeah, now I look at the comedy charts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. That. Comedy. Yeah, I'm second in the comedy charts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where am I in all categories, including politics? We're ahead of Chris Ramsey. We have been for a week. I think even if we slip down the charts now, we've got that on our uh... CV. Yeah. Um, yeah, I spoke to Ed Gamble about it, and he said he was so glad they were cu- weren't currently putting out pods in case we did beat them, because he doesn't think he could. Oh, he had to slip that in, did he? Because they're not <laughs> putting out pods. We're, we're only doing it weekly, mate. We're doing it half arsed. <laughs> That's regardless of how many we're putting out. <laughs> it's quality. <laughs> um, there's something that's um, bugging me. Mm. I don't know if I should say this, but our, when we get a guest on, we... Um, we offer them a T-shirt, don't we? A Chatterbix T-shirt. And the last expensive, two... Expensive, <laughs> Yeah, it does add up. But that's not my point. <laughs> uh, but the last yeah. two people haven't... Uh, oh, Michael's Ooh. here. Hello. 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 Hello, Hello Michael. <laughs> Hello. Where am I? I put my picture on. Hang on a minute. Yeah. Hey! There I am! Oh, wow! <laughs> Looking gorgeous. Yeah, you are. Oh, I saw you. <laughs> Haven't? Yeah, well, you are. What, what the? F- what fucking time is this? Sorry, yeah, I'm, not, I'm so sorry. That's right. I'm so, that's right. I don't know sorry. why we've got. 
do it. Sometimes. Got to get on with your day. That's what I think is important. Well, I yeah, quite like the early morning energy. Well, yeah, we bring so much positivity to the world. At kind of it's positive. frightening. Yeah, it's just, it's just I've, I've listened and oh, you? as you can God. see, I'm, fant- I'm fantastically <laughs> Oh God! I hate it when our guests say. I know. Listen. I hate it when I hear listeners heard it as well. Uh, well, I so wanted to know what I was I was required of me, and then I realised nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if your internet works, you're ahead of us, basically. Ah, uh, right. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. then we, uh, I've already... got fast. I've got fast internet. That's yeah, actually, yeah. You're in our yeah, top. I'm in charge here. Top five apps already because nothing. Do you want me to record this at my end? Uh, See, already you flummoxed us. <laughs> it's, it's a technical question. I'll be honest with you, Michael. I've no, realised I, 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 I haven't been recording. recording my end, so... Uh, that's oh all right, then. God. <laughs> you know, but sometimes the internet, it lets us down. That's all I'm saying. Do you know it doesn't what? Matter. Could you record your end, Michael? It, it, works, it works much better if I do, I think. Yeah, yeah. and then you, I can send you my, um, my recording of whatever yeah. from my end. It would just be my voice. Yeah, it'll be, be luscious. Um, you it'll don't suppose you perfect. want to produce our podcast going forward, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I am. Unfortunately, this is about as technical as I get. Well, you're ahead of us. You know, you know my my son does everything. Oh. My son now, my son. Strange connection. Yeah. Are we are we on? We're on. Yeah, we're, right, yeah, on. we're on. We're off from yeah. Yeah. My my son, uh, whose name's John John Fenton Stevens, used to be in a band called Paisley Grammar. Uh, years ago and they, right. they were they were a great band but then they fell into that trap of um of all f- thinking that they were famous before they were famous and started to disagree you know uh, I, I want to go this way i don't want to do all these gigs why, why can't well, we just they be on disagreed the with one another inside yeah that, right okay right. and so sadly it fell apart but they were a really great band yeah uh, now he bent Benny was the lead singer and yeah. one of the co-writers of the band Paisley Grammar yeah. and he was at school with Jim Archer was he? He was. Oh. Who Jim, directed Jim, your yeah, film. Yeah, who directed Brian jo- Jim also went to school with a guy who's in the, the guitarist of a band called Everything Everything. Who everything also- Everything. Yeah. I know. My, yeah, my son's worked with him as well. Everything. But he's done mixes of their stuff and everything. It's um, They're a great band, Everything Everything. Oh, amazing. Really, amazing. Yeah. I mean, Jim's yeah. a great guy. It's a great school. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> school. <laughs> I was going to say. Is it Uppingham, I think? I think it's Uppingham. Uppingham. I did it. Is that the... Is that in the um? Is that like a in the Midlands? It's like a private school in the Midlands or something. It's it's something like that, sort of Norfolk, but over a bit. Yeah, yeah. I did a gig there. Oh God! Oh, it's God. got a great theatre. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, I filled it with utter shit. Well, you did. <laughs> oh no! You did. Oh, 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 I'm just you went into the theatre. Oh God! Without realizing oh. that the entire everybody who comes out of that school oh, is going to no. basically run the industry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's such a your, your career in five years' time is fucked. Oh my god, that's such a bad gig there. Did you really? Yeah, well, like, I, um, I was doing this tiny tour, and um, it was the only one that paid well. And uh, it was like, oh, that one's that one pays well. And then they went, yeah, it's kind of a sixth form college. Uh, yeah, right. So all the all the audience were like fifteen and sixteen. That might have been Jim. Like, oh he's thirty, god. you know. Oh, he's, oh, yeah, my he god, it into might. That. Almost certainly, which is why you oh, weren't in the film. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> oh, God, I'm literally having 
Yeah, it was so bad. <laughs> but I did in my, you know, in my head. It went at least that school, that drama department of that school was run by years ago. Was run by Chris Richardson, who was the man who started the Pleasance Theatre. Really. Yeah. Wow. Oh god. Yeah, I can't get. Yeah, a couple of years ago, there was sort of a big tribute to him, and lots of people went up and said, you know, this is the man who first put me on in Edinburgh and all that sort of thing. And uh, I don't think he's with us anymore. Oh, Michael, here's another Richardson. Did, did you ever work with Peter Richardson? I did. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. he lives five minutes down the road from me. I really want to meet him. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I don't. I haven't seen him for years and years. We right. did the opening night of the um, of the comic strip when it was a <sighs> when it was a venue. Yeah. Which is, no way. yeah, I know oh, it's I weird. I love isn't it? your career, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> I have had a weird so much career. We want to ask it. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I went. Uh, yeah, we were uh, as the heebie-jeebies, which is a sort of pop parody group that I was in, where we did uh, takeoffs of other groups. But firstly, the Bee Gees, and they asked us, "Will we sing the song?" Yeah, and we said, "Yeah, yeah." Can we do some sketches as well? And they went. You can do sketches if you like. <laughs> and we went, okay, so there were lots of people like, well, Rick and Aid were on. I mean, I suppose a lot of people were doing sketches, so Rick and Aid was sort of doing sketches. What year was this? Uh, that would have been 82. Were they doing Dangerous Brothers? Dangerous Brothers, yeah. We are the Dangerous Brothers. They also did the um, uh, uh, Vanessa, the, the poet right. thing. Oh, that yeah. yeah. Rick, so absolutely who, amazing. who else was on that night? Who would have been uh, Ale- Alexi, uh, Keith <laughs> Allen. Uh, uh, what's his name? Brown. Who was that? Al- 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 Arnold Brown. Arnold Brown. Arnold Brown. Yeah. Arnold Brown. Yeah. Yeah. But not um, not uh, Dawn and Jennifer. They oh. came later. Yeah. In so fact, I sat Jennifer in on the audition. The I really want to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> hoping <laughs> you're a bit of a conduit into. Uh... No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't it's just work, moving it to someone's area <laughs> doesn't make you their friend. It's I'm not that, does it? Can we be friends? <laughs> Do you live near me? You yeah. can only be my friend if you live near me. All celebrities are like that, David. They'll only be friends yeah. with people in the same postcode. It's true. Well, they, all get, they gather together. They gather together I just for thought safety. It'd be, I thought it would be that little moment that you had, Joe, on the seafront with Julia Davis. Oh, oh don't. You've never that. met her before, but you nodded. <laughs> yeah, nodded. And you looked <laughs> me at me, and rightly so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah quite right. Ah. Oh, that was Michael, like, uh, you. Oh, yes. I mean, the main reason, the yeah, main we reason we wanted to get you on is because. <laughs> Do I owe you money? <laughs> yeah. We yeah. will. I met this. you in 1997. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were scamming uh, around London. Yeah. <laughs> it's only fools and horses. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, God, it's an amazing thing, isn't it? Only fools. Yeah. It's astonishing that still, I mean, almost daily. People go to me, all right, mate, groovy. Oh, the groovy gang, the groovy gang. And I go, what, how? How? Because, I mean, you know, I went, all right, you know, you could, if, I'll say it before you do, obviously, but I've aged well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. Are we were thinking it. Are you a time Yeah, time? yeah, yeah, very, very quietly. <laughs> <laughs> we were thinking, I won't say that. It'd be weird if you said, yeah. we said straight away that you've aged well. Yeah, it would sound yeah. false. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and if anything comes out of this podcast, it's, yeah. it's the genuine nature of the yeah. whole thing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have done your research. <laughs> yeah, it was um, it was a brilliant job. I was thinking about it uh, the other day, and I, for, I've always thought that I got the job because of my, you know, sort of uh, that I looked like a holiday rep, you know, <laughs> yeah, quite yeah. a good-looking bloke, and uh, in the in those days, and yeah. you know, and my 
my comic timing. I yeah. thought, you know, they, that's why they chose me. But I think actually it's because I had the same agent as David Jason. Oh, did you? <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, did you? So they just, I just, I just said, she rang up and said, do you want to be in Only Fools and Horses? They've oh, got this part. And I said, yeah, OK. I had the day before been offered uh, a commercial, which was for recent Chews for Germany. It was 10 grand to spend two weeks in the Seychelles. OK. And, and you turned and that I, down, obviously, to do... I, I turned it down to do Fools, yeah, yeah Only Fools and Horses. How, mass- I mean, how massive was it then when your agent phoned? How... It, so I was in series... Six, Six, I think, because it was the longest. And it, would, it just, it? it just, just moved to the forty minutes. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it was, it was huge, yeah, I, absolutely yeah. huge. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was a very exciting thing to do because, but actually, incredibly welcoming immediately. You know, you oh, go really? when you go into those things, yeah, and you you think to yourself, oh, for God's sake, this is going to be terrifying. Yeah, I, you know, I'm going to let them down. Yeah, no, it, was, it was just brilliant, and, and that was largely down to David Jason and Nick Lindhurst, oh. and you know Tony Dow, who was the director of it, who yeah. I've worked with a number of times over the years. We did Nighty Night together and all sorts of stuff. So he's, um, cool. you know, he he was very friendly, and David did this thing right from the start of saying, "Don't go, you know, stay. Don't just come in, do your scenes, and then go." Hang around. Oh right. And we went. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So often we would rehearse our stuff, and then I used to hang around and um, and go on the book. He said because he'd rather have an actor on the book than sort of one of the oh, right. stage Beat managers. The lines for other scenes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because he he said you'll know when I'm doing a comic pause rather than I've forgotten the words. Right. You know? Right. And 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 he encouraged us amazing. all to go and have lunch with him. He said we're going to. Don't go off and buy something. Come and have lunch. And we would go upstairs to. We were in the um, acting rehearsal rooms. And he said, come upstairs. We went upstairs. And, of course, in those days, everything that the BBC did was rehearsed in this one building. Yeah. So this right. canteen was absolutely rammed with famous people. Oh, wow. Everybody from the telly. And where yeah. was that? Was it in...? Uh, right near North Acton Tube Station. Oh, okay. There was a great big, great big sort of eight-storey building. And on each floor, there were three rehearsal rooms, big rehearsal rooms, where they could lay the you know, the tape on the floor and put full stores up and stuff. And everybody was rehearsing. So all the dramas were being done there and all the comedies. And so, and he, <laughs> David used to play this game at lunchtime, <laughs> which is rather cruel, but you'll obviously like it. <laughs> 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 if I can judge anything by things I've seen you do. <laughs> but he played a game called Look Away, where <laughs> we, he said... Uh, Pick the most famous person in the room. He said, right, got to pick the most famous person in the room, obviously apart from me. He said, so uh, just look around and just, you know, quietly pick someone. So I looked around and went, um, Nigel Hawthorne. He went, okay, what we do is during lunch, we slowly look across to him and just, if we catch his eye, we just nod, like you did with Julia Davis. You know? and, and you just keep doing it until he acknowledges you. And then you, and then you look past him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's wicked, isn't it? <laughs> and you, out of the corner of your eye, you can see these very famous people sort of crumble and get embarrassed and think, oh, oh shit, oh, they oh, weren't oh. looking at me. That's a great game, David. Great game. <laughs> it's a very great game. a room full of famous people. How? how? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Oh. Can I ask, what was it like getting the script, one of John Sullivan's scripts, and reading it? Because did you get it a few days before and... Yeah, yeah, I did. Only sort of a few days before we did the read through, and then um, and you thought, "Oh, this is a doddle." Really? Nothing where you really? where you read the script and you think to yourself, oh, "You can't fail with this." Wow. I mean, that scene, the, the scene that I did in the airport, yeah, 
where I oh, basically have to good. look at Although David Jason was very particular about that. He said, you are going to do, do it right, aren't you? And I said, well, let me do it, and you tell me if it's oh, right. That's oh, my God. <laughs> and he said, OK, go on then. So we, we, we stood up. I said, well, stand up, Nick. And I did it and did the thing of turning and looking at his chest <laughs> oh, yeah. and then looking up. <laughs> yeah. And he said, that's it, that's right. Wow. But he was he was very concerned that I wouldn't understand that comically because he'd done so many farces mm -hmm. and things over the years and he knew exactly how to yeah. that moment would be you know that look at the chest first because you're expecting to see a child. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, such exactly. a, it's such an amazing. It's, very, ep it's yeah. one of my favourite apps. It's just it's it's a lovely episode, it's... isn't it? And amazingly, it didn't have an end until only I think the day before. Um, they didn't have the lottery studio. thing. No, you're kidding. It, no, I'm not. No. No, I mean he knew that was going to be a, a, a run that was, through it, but that was why it was. It, it, no, he sort of went back and fed that back into oh, the story. Because, oh, oh, right. yeah. oh my god! Yeah, wow. So what up until like you start almost a couple, like a couple of days before, I think. Uh, but everybody came in every day and said, "What about this? What about this, John?" And we were all sort of suggesting ways it could end because he said, "I can't think of a a twist. I need a twist." They always had a twist, a and twist. he said, "I can't think of one." So uh, and then. I think it was David, who, David Jason, who s said, well, what if they win the lottery? That would be good. But it turns out that the money they win is actually only about 100 quid. And then he, and that was and his then, idea. And he got the idea and he went, age. Oh, hang on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, no, I've got it. Make it <sighs> worth a lot of money, but you fiddled the passport. Yeah, and so you have to be 18 to be in the lottery. Exactly, yeah. Because that's it's like... Amazing, isn't it? His, yeah, it is. John Sullivan's break... Oh, it, it's sort of nice knowing that even John Sullivan struggled sometimes because, yeah. like, the amount yes. of genius... Oh, the jokes like, that were thrown away. Uh, That's the thing. Well, they they went it from, in. Yeah, because they went from 30, yeah. 30 minutes to 40 because he was always writing 10 minutes too much. Uh, and they said, well, this is such a waste. So they, they extended the time, made it a 40-minute sitcom, which is unheard of. They did it because he just of. wrote... Jeez, Dad, not the car again. Oh, happens all the time with old Betsy. Have you checked out Carvana yet? They have thousands of cars for under $20,000. But do those thousands of cars have personality like old Betsy? Betsy's held together by tape. And there are raccoons living in the engine. It's a family car. Uh, there are flames on the hood? Ah, custom paint job. No, Dad, the car's on fire. How many cars did you say Carvana had? Visit Carvana.com to shop thousands of cars for under $20,000. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Too much funny stuff. Too much. And then, of course, he wrote 50 Minutes. <laughs> 50 minutes. Oh, I so read you... a book about John Sullivan that he, um, the, uh, when grand, Granddad died... Yeah. Mm. He only had about two weeks to write the episode. He, he, uh, he, he yeah. wrote it in about ten days but, or something. But, but then, he, then he would have to rewritten everything. Yeah, with yeah, uh, he had loads on the go very quickly. Yeah, but he, yeah. Always, but he always had um, astonishing. He always yeah. had like three sitcoms he was writing a year. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so I know. I just uh, the churning, churning that stuff out. A, a team of writers would tr mm. would struggle, wouldn't they? Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. but uh, the great thing is, I went to. A, I had a very strange party I went to, one of those sort of, uh, <clears throat> come on, uh, all the, what were called creatives. I don't know why I was there. 
but I'm, I'm, well, I'm, yeah, probably that was it. <laughs> eye candy, absolutely, yeah. eye candy. That's me. Shove him in the corner. Come on. <laughs> You'll tell us that anecdote about only fours and horses again. <laughs> I can't, I can't. But, um, but I bumped into John going in, and he said, should we go and have a pint first? So we went and had a couple of pints in a pub over the road. Oh. Then we went across, because he said, I hate these things. And I said, do you come with me? I'll be all right. I'll show you how to do it. Yeah. And we did. We stood in a corner and everybody came up and was just saying, hi, Mike. Around, go, hi, hi, hi. This is John. And you're going, hello. You're going, hello. They had no idea no. who he was. No. No. Oh. And he never once went, I'm John Sullivan. The fact that he, you and him just went to the pub. I know. Like, that's oh. all I was thinking uh, about. I was yeah. like, damn it. Should have stayed there, really. Although, actually, very strangely, and I think, if, if you know them, you should ask them if this is the case. Did Charlie Brooker and his wife, Connie, did they meet at that party? Ask them, because I, if they did, I introduced them to each other. Oh. Yes. I, I, I was talking to her. What a party, this. It was. I was talking to her, <laughs> and he came up, and I went, oh, look, Charlie, this is, this is Connie. And he went, hi. And I think that's the first time they ever met. Wow. Bloody Isn't hell. that nice? Yeah. Does that yeah. mean something's going to happen between me and Joe? I do well very much. So. <laughs> Joe, this is Dave. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> not for me. <laughs> what a letdown. I think so there we it, are. What was it like the first... I don't know if you remember any of this, but what was it like when you first acted, like rehearsed with him as Del Boy? Can you remember any of that? I, I, yeah, well, because I do. I mean, I was very nervous. Were you? Because I, yeah. I, I get really nervous about acting one, like to the point where I'm paralysed and I can't take jobs. With people, particularly with people that you know are brilliant. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, so I mean, hopefully we'll never get to act together because you'll be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm quite comfortable now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, weirdly, <laughs> per se, he's my <laughs> yeah. You should try acting with me. <laughs> you turn. And it's, it's really nothing to do with my brilliance that, that makes you terrified. <laughs> I'll just be gazing into your crystal blue eyes. <laughs> David, David, snap out of it. Sorry. Drown, drown in those pools. Well, it was brilliant, actually, because he was fantastically encouraging. Uh, he would laugh a, a lot at what people did and go, oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Oh, was no, really that's encouraging lovely. all the time. And then was very jolly all the time. It encouraged you to be involved in things. They had this game that they played every week when they did the camera rehearsal. Uh, everybody in the crew and the cast made a paper plane and we were on the seventh floor of this Acton building and we would uh, throw them out the window and whoever went the furthest got a bottle of champagne that David <laughs> supplied. Oh, uh, he sounds like a great guy. It was absolutely <clears throat> fabulous. I mean, you do hear people say, oh, he's, he's difficult, David Jason. It's hard to work with. And I think that always, when you hear that, that's because that person wasn't doing it very well. Right, and he cares. Ah, right, right. Yeah. And he really wants it to be done right, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> did he, were there any moments we thought, oh, that's good, like little decisions he made oh, in character? Brilliant. Well, just business, actually. He was always, always adding bits of business. Yeah. So you don't really notice it when you're watching it. There's a little moment where he goes to pick the phone up and Nick pushes his hand down and he, get, he goes, ow. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. It's a tiny little moment. But they rehearsed that for about 15 minutes. Really? He said, he said oh, I'll do it. And let me get to just to, about to talk. Then you grab my hand, put it down, Amazing. but push me all the way down. It was a piece of you know, technical business that he yeah. made sure he got right. I heard, those... I heard that Nicholas Lindo said when he first started <coughs> working with him on Only Falls, 
he realised that David Jason's character, or Del Boy, the way he played him, was he would be flitting around the flat, sort of like a, whatever, like a Humble yeah. house fly. So Nicholas Linders <laughs> made the decision to just stay still. Mm. And you kind of yeah, so two I think characters, he'd... so he just remained quite a st- still character, yeah, as Rodney. Yeah, yeah, it's a good decision. Isn't it? I mean, it, it's interesting how those things work out because clearly Nick was cast uh, because he was very tall, yeah, and it was going to he was going to supposed to be playing it opposite Jim Broadbent, yeah. Oh, so you yeah. know he's very tall. They would have looked like brothers possibly, yeah. and then suddenly in comes this tiny person, so and, much better. And, and, and John then starts constantly just slightly digging away at that furrow. Well, they thought it was going to be a problem. It, they yeah. might not be. It might have a different Right, father. yeah, because they thought it was going to be a problem because they're like, will ever, anyone ever believe that these two are related, basically? Right. Yeah. But John went, no, it's, it, it gives me another gag. Amazing. Um, it's brilliant. Like, um, Nicholas Inter, I heard, I saw an interview about Nicholas Interest and John Sullivan adored what Nicholas Interest did, didn't he? And he would sometimes mm. write, Nicholas will come in and be funny here. Yeah, he trusted that, him that, so much. I think that's um. There's there's a scene where he comes in having been skateboarding in the episode that I did. Yes. And oh god, and he's he, got the, all the headgear on and everything. Uh, he yeah. just stands there holding <laughs> yeah, the thing yeah. with all the stuff. He looks and so angry, he doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, but he just, you know, and <laughs> it's got the brilliant come down because he's so angry, and if oh, yeah. he said, "You're right, all right, so wait, 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 come," he said, "I came third. He said, "What do you mean? You were in the lead when I was watching." He said, "Yeah." <laughs> Poxy lizard. Such a throwaway line. Genius. Genius. And then yeah. and it, it completely bursts. It completely bursts that sort of anger. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's that's the scene. Uh, if I remember it rightly, you can almost see David Jason wants to laugh. Because yeah, I've watched I it so, so many times. You may be right. Because it goes on for the laugh goes on for so long and they're sort of cutting between <laughs> the two. And there's no way David Jason hasn't got the bit of his lip going i've watched it so many times i, I think you may be right yeah so there are a couple of things in that they had to retake the um the scene in the pub and in fact quite a lot of the scenes they did again in order to get fewer laughs because the audience oh, was so wow. excited you know you can imagine the audience yeah. they come to see only fours it was a massive show they roared with laughter they oh. almost gave a round of applause on every funny line and it's too much yeah so they would do the scene again and get a lesser reaction they did that with miranda they, they had to do that with miranda i'm sure yeah they literally had because they were like oh god 15 minutes of extra stuff just because everyone's laughing for so long yeah, I'd love to have that. Yeah, you've problem. got you've got to speed you've got to speed up. Right? <laughs> nice, wouldn't it? Nice problem to have. But yeah, they speed up the scene in the pub, the the line which I think may be one of my favourite lines in all of uh, Only Fools, is the one where he's talking about buying condoms because he's going to go away with Cassandra. Oh, yeah, yeah. He says, you know, he said I've tried to buy them, but you know, he said there's a there's a stigma attached. <laughs> and <laughs> David Jason leaves the perfect pause, and then says. Now that's a bit of silver paper. It got where, such a huge laugh that they had to do it again. How does because, he, John Sullivan just? It's like I know, his brain is wired yeah. differently. Just when, yeah. but the like you say, the amount is frightening. Mm. Like because I, for my sin, look, I go back and I just put you only fools and horses in and just find new <laughs> scenes that they someone's just clipped and put on. And it blows my mind. You just go, oh, I don't yeah. even remember that, and that's brilliant. No, just no. The, the quality is so high that that's not even. Yeah, like, and and they're not the most memorable things from that. They're just another line. Yeah, and they, yeah. in any other sitcom, they would be the yeah. most memorable. 
yeah. aren't they? I, I had, um, <clears throat> I mean, I was delighted. I don't think he knew I was doing it, but I recorded an episode of my podcast with David Jason. Did you? And, yeah. I, I went to the Ivy. He said, yeah, yeah, oh, I don't mind, Mike. OK. So I went to the Ivy and uh, we had lunch. <laughs> and he, he just sat there and talked to me about you know, comedy, comedy timing, uh, history of what he'd been doing, all sorts of things. Absolutely amazing. And, and at the end of it, uh, at the end of it, he, he sort of went, OK. And it's lovely because he sort of went, bye, bye, and just took us <laughs> off. And when I said it to him, I said, uh, I'm, I'm going to give it to you first to make sure you like it. And and he said, "Oh right, is it is it going out then?" I said, "Yeah." <laughs> and I think he was thinking, "What what radio station?" Right. Yeah. I didn't have a faintest idea what it was. Yeah. Weird, <clears> and, he's um... banging to chat a bit. Yeah, he's strange. Everybody, we can't get him off. The <laughs> you should ask him on. <laughs> oh my god, I really oh, do I, it. I, we have. I, we have. We have. Oh, yeah. Mm, I know his agent. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't I'm, think I'd cope. Uh, no, it's a, it's funny, but he's, he's, you know, he's getting on a bit. Yeah. Uh, and but, and you know, uh, naturally, like all of us, as we start to get on, we can ramble around a bit, <laughs> you know. But uh, but he, but this core of everything that he said was just genius. Yeah. It was it was so clear his view of comedy and how to do it, and it it wasn't clowning. It was detailed. Yeah. Yeah. It's always detailed yeah. what he does. Yeah. You know? But at the end of it, I, I said it to him, and he said, uh, he said, yeah, no, it's nice. It's nice, Mike. It sounds like we're just chatting. I said, well, we, we were just chatting. He said, yeah, um, actually, could you take all the fucks out? <laughs> that's, that's how relaxed he was, which is yeah. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> fucking one another way. <laughs> <laughs> It was also his um, his idea to uh, for the for the costume, wasn't it? Because yeah, he, yeah. He, yeah. He, the look of the whole yeah, thing. Cause yeah, because he because he was going to be sort of um, scruffy, wasn't he? Yeah. And, like, but he said no, no. The, those well, he I think him and John Sullivan they sort of knew those people. Yeah. You know those people in yeah. the pub. They're, they're, they're sort of my uncles, really. I'm, all my uncles are dockers, all from Bermondsey. And so, you know, I've, I've taught myself to speak like an actor. Yeah. But, <laughs> and, but underneath it, I'm not really. And uh, he, you know, they all talk like, hello, son, you're all right? Yeah, yeah go on, no, yeah, go on, treat yourself. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's my, all my uncles are like that. But they always, if they went out, they went smart. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. How are you? Um, you've done quite a few um, studio sitcoms, haven't you? You've done one yeah. foot in the grave. I have done one foot in the grave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so only, only. I mean, I do one episode of things, and then I get found out. <laughs> <laughs> but how are you? How are you? Um, oh God, what I've just said. How are you performing in front of a live studio audience? Because yeah, well, I've have I done that? No, yeah, no, I quite like it. I like performing in front of people. Um, I, I do get nervous, obviously, you know, and I've had the most extraordinary experiences. Once I was once uh, waiting to do an episode of As Time Goes By, you know, with oh, Judy Dench. Judy Dent, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Jeffrey, Jeffrey yeah, Palmer. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. They're brilliant performers. And, God, you know, that and it was. Stress me out. Those yeah, quite. <laughs> Not only that, I was about to go and do a scene. The first scene lasted about seven, eight minutes, and it was them discovering me in their house, and I then cooked them breakfast. Uh, and they and demonstrate that I know everything about this house, although they've never met me before. So their daughter has been keeping me secret, as it were. Yeah. And th I had nearly all the lines. They would sit there and go, 
Yes. Oh. Thank you. Oh, my God. So I had seven minutes of just talking and cooking breakfast. Oh. oh. And yet... And I, and I was standing waiting for the start of this, sh this show, sort of up the stairs, the four stairs, and, and I was going to come down as oh they came through God. the front door. Okay, just and run I'd away. I was, just run away. I know, yeah, I felt like it. And I was, gonna, I was sort of about to wet myself with, with fear. So and, how, uh, how and, much were you on your lines? Obviously, you knew. The I mean, how? really. I mean, I, I just the only thing in those situations is to go. Look, I can do this without even thinking. I yeah. can do this with, in my sleep. Yeah. So you just. I had gone over and over. But and how, over. were you rehearsing for like a week though, or longer? Because a week yeah, doesn't um, feel well, long enough for that kind of. Not, not really a week. Less than a week usually. How's that so, in? You know, That's so because yeah. it's. I, yeah, that doesn't seem long enough to me. You know what I mean? Like, no. No, I suppose you get into the habit of it, don't you? You get into the habit of uh, of learning that quickly. So you really you're off the book after the first. You do the read through, then you block it, and almost. And this was true of David and Nick. That the next morning when they came in, they'd learnt a forty minute script. They were they had the script down, and they needed the occasional prompt, but most of it most of it they had in their heads, and they were doing that every week for sort of ten weeks. Incredible. Yeah, wow. but Judy Dench came up to me. She called up the stairs. She went, Mike, and I went, yes. And I thought, oh, not now. Don't talk to me now. I'm terrified. Not now, and Judy. She went, <laughs> she, around, she went. She went. She went. Oh, frightening, isn't it? <laughs> I, went, I, went, I went. Yeah. And she went. It's all right. It's all right. We'll be together. Oh. And she went. Oh, and, uh, God. All the, all the fear went out of me. Really? I, thought, oh. a, I mean, yeah, I know I've just... mentioned it before, but she lives in the next village. <laughs> 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 David is in LA. Are you in LA? You huh? do realise I'm going to get letters from from all my friends saying bloody house prices around here are just plummeting. Yeah, she did. I used to see her at the shops. Her and Michael, her husband. Yeah. yeah. What? You you've never said that. Yeah. Michael Williams. Michael Williams. Yeah. Mm. Well, why? Yeah. Why have you never yeah. brought that up? <laughs> oh, I could show you that house. <laughs> oh, he knows all sorts of people. Morning, he doesn't have to tell you everything, James. Well, yeah. I know, but that I would love. Yeah. All the That's other nonsense. So sweet That's of her a thing. to do that. A really, really gorgeous thing. Actually, yeah. I always find that the, in a way, the bigger the person, the more famous they are, the more generous they they can be. You know. Yeah. It, there's, you know, there's no reason for them not to be. It's no. very strange when you meet someone who who is ungenerous. I think. Mm. Yeah. In, in at, at that level. Yeah. 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 You know, who just thinks, no, this is all about me. Yeah. I'm not going to mention the ones I, I have come across. No, no. Because yeah, we'd yeah. be in big trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do a little yeah. off pod. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to talk about, I'm not going to talk about Kate Robbins. <laughs> yeah, no, don't talk about her. Yeah, she had a problem. Yeah, we've been through a We did two comedy series together. Weird thing to be thinking back on it now. We were the sort of, we were in the Anton Dex slot on ITV. That's how big her show was. Marriage. She did the Kate Robbins show on ITV at seven o'clock on a Saturday night. Wow. No pressure. Yeah. No. And she was she was very funny, her and her brother Ted. Really it was great funny. fun. Ted, yeah. yeah. In fact, yeah. the only sitcom I've been to watch was um, it's called King Canute. It was a Rick Mayle one. Right. Written by... Um, Two guys that do birds of a feather. Anyway, Ted Robbins was the um, warm up. Words. Yeah, warm up that night. Yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah, he's great. He, I once did um, the voiceover for a uh, for a game show. Simon Mayo was was hosting it, and uh, and I used to go, "Hello, welcome to you know that sort of voice." And, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and our contestants tonight are <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Can you keep like that for the rest of it? Because I... <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll keep that voice up. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> but um, yeah, Ted, Ted, look, look, Ted, look. Hey guys, it's Kayla Ewell from Directionally Challenged, a podcast about realigning your internal compass. New KFC chicken nuggets are finally here and you have never had nuggets like these. All of the delicious KFC flavor you love in one amazing chicken nugget. 100% white meat, hand-breaded in KFC's original recipe. Order new Kentucky Fried Chicken Nuggets now available at participating KFC near you. Guys, they're finger-licking good.